Mark the sixth chapter, verses 30 to 32. CEV, the contemporary English version. After the apostles returned to Jesus, they told him everything they had done and taught. But so many people were coming and going that Jesus and the disciples did not even have a chance to eat. Then Jesus said, let's go to a place where we can be alone and get some rest. They left in a boat for a place where they could be alone. Bible before breakfast, Mildred Kingsley Bombo here. Good morning. If you are a member of the Just Us Girls tribe or the 2pm or PM tribe, you know that this month we're focusing on self-care and self-love. And so this month, one of our priorities is to take care of ourselves. And I know that a lot of people often feel guilty when we talk about self-care. Especially as Christians, we find that we have been trained to believe that self-care automatically means self-indulgence. And truth is that it's very far from it. If anything, self-care is about refreshing and renewing our minds, our bodies, our souls, and our spirits. And the truth is that these are all things that God created that we can use to glorify Him. But if we do not care for ourselves, then we lose the power to be able to do all the things that God wants us to do. I know that it can be weird. In fact, to be honest, it can feel very selfish or even unnecessary. And I have learned in my work with God that one of the things that God wants for us is rest. I know that a lot of times we've been taught otherwise. But if you read the scriptures, Jesus keeps talking about rest. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, learn of me, and watch how I do things, and I will teach you the enforced rhythms of grace. So God is really interested in us reviving our body, our minds, and our souls with him. So your focus and your ambition should be to find rest in God and not outside of God. However, you must rest your body. It's about eating the right things. It's about finding pleasure in the simple and little things. It's about exercising your body. It's about sleeping when you need to. It's about detoxing all negative emotions and finding the things that give you joy. It's about responding to everyday life with new vigor, with joy, with peace, with new fire. You're no longer empty, no longer carrying negative emotions everywhere you go. Now, if you focus on how you feel about self-care and how the world makes you feel that you are a bit selfish or wanting to even take care of yourself, even though the scripture is full of verses that tell you how important taking care of yourself is. If you focus on everything the world is saying, you will never get around to taking care of yourself. And we want to change the narrative. We want to change all of that. I've told you, you are valuable. 
God came for you because you are valuable, you're worth it. And God went through all of that just to get you to that place where you understand that you're worth it. And I don't think you should take for granted the things he has done. You too should begin to take care of yourself. And today's scripture tells us how the disciples had who had been sent out, they had done amazing things. And they came back and they told Jesus of all the amazing things that they had been able to do and the things that they had taught people. And Jesus, seeing that there was so much activity around them, said, you know what? You are so busy, you don't even have time to eat. So what I need you to do is come away with me. I need you to retreat for a bit and find some rest. When I saw the scripture, I was surprised. I couldn't believe it that Jesus said to them, let's go to a place where we can be alone and get some rest. We always thought that Jesus wanted us to give more, be more, do more. He said, no, you've not even been able to get something to eat because of all the work you're putting in, because of all the activity. So he says, let's go to a place where we can be alone. Let's go to a place where we can get some rest. And the Bible says that they left in a boat for a place where they could be alone. Now today you may not have access to a boat except you're really rich. <laughs> but if you don't, you can find your own solitary place. You can create your own boat. And I say this all the time. If in 24 hours you cannot take one hour before yourself, shut off your phone, turn off the lights, lock your door, strip down to the barest essential and put some very soft worship music in the background and just be. Then honestly, you haven't even scratched the surface of living. In 24 hours, you need at least one hour that is yours. Doing nothing, suspending your thoughts, your emotions, suspending all actions and just don't think any deep thoughts. Don't come up with any strategies. Don't solve any problems. Just be. Just close your eyes and be present. Be present. Now you need to do this because even Jesus understood that when you give and give and give, after a while you can't give anymore because you can't pour out of an empty cup. So you need to fill yourself up. And I know, especially in this day and age, because it just seems like it gets too hectic. Everyone is pulling on you. Your kids are pulling on you. Your spouse is pulling on you. Your job is pulling on you. Your parents are pulling on you. Your siblings are pulling on you. Or maybe you are pulling on everyone. And it can be just as exhausting. So the truth is that sometimes you just need to stop. Just stop. Stop reading the news, stop watching the news, stop listening to gossip, stop going on social media. Do one hour of detoxing, one hour of just being the way God actually planned for you to be. And this is what Jesus said to them. You've given and given and given. Come, it's time to get away so you can get some rest. One of the things I find about self-care is that it often draws us back to God. Because when you shut everything else out, you can't concentrate on God. And you know, I don't know why people are so averse to self-care. The Bible tells us that we must love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So loving yourself is not selfishness. It's not self-indulgence. Rather, it's self-care. In fact, the Bible says you take care of yourself. For it tells the man, 
inefficient. That you are not to treat your wife badly. He says you can't beat your wife. No man in his right senses will beat himself. And you and your wife are one. And so God expects that you as a human being, as a man or as a woman, you're already caring for yourself. So he takes that as a cue to say whatever you are doing for yourself, I expect you to extend it to your neighbors. I expect you to extend it to your partner. Even if you go to the Old Testament and you see that Elijah, Elijah was exhausted after he had been in that place of great victory. He had slain all of Baal's um, priests and he was on the run from Jezebel who had pledged to kill him. The Bible says that he was in a lonely place of despair. In fact, he was facing depression. He was lonely and he kept telling God he wanted to die. But you know what? The angel of the Lord came to Elijah and didn't say to Elijah, come on, get off there and say some tough prayers. What's wrong with you? Pray down. He said, no. He said something very interesting. He said, in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 7, he said, get up and eat or the journey is too much for you. But the journey ahead of you is a lot. So God didn't neglect Elijah's needs. In fact, he gave him a broader perspective to the situation. Like, just because you are a spiritual person does not mean you should neglect the body, the physical as well. Because it's the physical that keeps us here on earth. If not, we'd all have to move to heaven. <laughs> Jesus gave us this example many times to read the book of in fact, if you read all the Gospels, let's just look at Mark chapter 1, verse 35, the New International Version. It says, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Now, Jesus would go away very early in the morning so that he would find refreshing times of prayer with God. And that may be the best thing that worked for you. Okay? Now, I... I'm an early morning person, so I would get up very early to do, you know, just take time to be with myself, just think and just meditate on instructions God is giving me or allow the Holy Spirit to pray for me or just have conversations with God and myself. For you, maybe when you've talked to kids in bed, whatever it is, God expects us to find time alone to take care of ourselves. And this week, I'm encouraging you to do that. I know the next week you're going to get into the love week, and we're going to just try to, you know, start doing things for other people and all of that. But this week, please, this week, focus on loving yourself. First Corinthians chapter three, verse sixteen to seventeen tells us, "Don't you know that you yourself are God's temple?" And that God's spirit dwells in your midst. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. So the truth is that your body is important to God. Your body, taking care of your body is important because that's his temple. I don't think that we should focus on just taking care of the spirit and we forget the body. There's so much that God can do for you. But God's plan is that you take care of yourself and you stay healthy. Third John chapter 1 verse 2 is a very common scripture that we all know. And it is the scripture that says, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. Some versions say even as your soul prospers. So, what am I saying to you this week? This week, 
as we're rounding up the week, I want you to really plan this weekend to take care of yourself. In taking care of yourself, you glorify God. And I don't want you to go off and be so self-indulgent that you neglect everyone around you. No, I'm just saying give yourself a chance to heal. Give yourself a chance to reboot. Give yourself a chance to revitalize and re-energize and just breathe because you deserve it. I know you've done a lot for so many people. It's your turn to take care of yourself and do so much more for yourself. So today I challenge you, from today all through the weekend, please take care of yourself. Get some rest. Sleep. Get away from everyone. Turn off your phone. Switch off the lights. Lock the doors. Take a long walk in the morning. Journal. Close your eyes. Just meditate on the goodness of God. Take time this week to remember that you are just as important as everyone else in your life. The Bible says that God expects us to love our neighbors the way we love ourselves. Not more than we love ourselves, not less than we love ourselves, but just as much as we love ourselves. In other words, God is saying to you, love yourself, be kind to yourself, be patient with yourself, be gentle with yourself, and please forgive yourself. Don't keep a record of all the wrong things that you've done. You deserve so much better. Whatever grace you're extending to others, I encourage you to extend it to yourself as well. Before I go, I'm really excited about next week. I have an amazing surprise for you guys. So please, whatever you do, don't miss it. Spread the word. Help me tell someone about Bible before breakfast. And in doing that, you also care for yourself because you're spreading the joy that you have found. And it will come back to you in many Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Patrick Kingsley Coffee.